0: This is Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture.
1: And It's fun to have everyone else kind of get a little insight into what we do. Farmland forever. Actually, that was the next question I was going to ask you.
0: Shelby, (laughs) let's
1: wrap this thing up. Welcome back everyone to Cultivating Convos with the Ohio Department of Agriculture. I am one of your hosts, Shelby Croft, and with me is Megan Harshbarger.
0: Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to your favorite ag podcast. We are happy to be here
1: and happy to move forward with our next discussion, Shelby. Very happy. Now Meg, this is something that is near and dear to our hearts, uh, our Victory Gardens program. It was truly a grassroots effort within uh, ODA and in conjunction with Ohio State University Extension, uh, a collaboration that started with just a few people and has grown to just a level we never expected. And uh, it really came out of our office and a discussion with our guest, Megs. Yes, we are very excited to welcome back
0: ODA Director, Dorothy Palanda. Director, thank you for being with us today and talking about Victory
2: Gardens. My pleasure. I just walked in from my own victory garden this morning. Uh, Last weekend, I planted my seed packet. It contained cucumbers, carrots, and sunflowers. And of course, my beautiful plaque, my beautiful little plaque that says, I've planted a victory garden. It's so exciting to see the things coming up. The tops of the carrots are up. um, And I see little nubbins of of other things, which hopefully are not weeds, but maybe cucumbers (laughs) and and uh, sunflowers you know this program was started because of a conversation i had with ryan quarles who is the commissioner like a director of the department of agriculture in kentucky once a month seven of us midwest directors get together for a casual conversation about what's happening gary mcdowell the director of michigan began this program and he sets an agenda um, each month for us to talk about ryan mentioned the fact that kentucky was having a very successful project called a victory garden and offline we then had a conversation about what it was and in essence it is the recreation of a program started by the federal government in world war one and world war ii to encourage families to grow produce not only for themselves but for their community and so with ryan's help and his department's help um, we began to explore it And the possibility that ohio could do the same thing last year we initiated the program with nine counties where through their local extension offices they could do a drive-through pickup of last year some fall planting seeds and the response blew us away we ran out of seeds within days and that's when we realized we needed help OSU has been a wonderful partner, not only helping us to provide the seeds, but webinars that are available to the producers and the growers um, so that they can learn what their seed is and how to plant it, care for it, and harvest it.
1: Yes, yes to all of that. It has been such an adventure. And uh, kind of piggybacking off that, Director, we have now grown to 25 counties this year, 25, and we're not stopping there. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's amazing. And we were just at Waterman, OSU's one of OSU's outdoor research facilities, to plant a, a victory garden there a couple of weeks ago. And they had a picture of the carrots that they'd harvested from last year's victory gardens, all shapes, colors and sizes. And they were so proud of it. You know, I, I think the, the thing about gardening is that anybody no matter what age you are, no matter what world you live in or what experience you've had with gardening can, can be part of a victory garden. The thing I love about it is that it, it, it encourages families to come together to plant something. It encourages conversations. There's, there is there is a green thumb in every family. And, you know, I envision a child calling up grandma to find out her secret to her best grown tomatoes, or you know, an adult reconnecting with another family member who's a gardener. Everybody has a gardener in their lineage. And it's something that really, especially last year brought families together.
1: You know they're, they're, um, I, oh, I'm sorry, uh, i' I am no green thumb at all. we We know this. I'm an interior person as opposed to X. I mean, I love to be outside, but i'm I'm not really good at planting. Last year, my little four-year-old, we had a tomato plant, and we watched one little cherry tomato grow, like all summer. One, we had just one, and we had to split it three ways <laughs> when it was ready. <laughs> but you're so right. I mean, kids love this. It's something families can do. It's just a great activity.
2: It is. And, of course, I have been grown up with gardens here on the farm all my life, watched my parents, remembered the joy of of my favorite things as a child to, to pick were green beans and potatoes. My dad used to say, you know, this is the fall Easter egg hunt right after the first frost to dig those last potatoes up. And um, it, it's just exciting no matter what age you are to see that first green shoot come up and then the eagerness to make sure it grows well um, by looking to the webinars and the other sources of information we have on our website as well as OSU for how to care for your plants.
0: Director, what's your reaction to how
2: how this has taken off? And we're only in year two. What, what do you think about that? It's just amazing. You know, um, a lot of the legislators have asked me how ODA can be involved in urban agriculture. Well, here is a great way to do that. And they're really excited about it too. We've even had some of our congressmen reach out to us and say, we want to be part of this conversation. How how did this happen? How can we do this? But it's free. Um, We we could not believe the number of people that showed up at the local extension offices to get their packet of seeds, and that encourages us and inspires us to make this as as worthwhile and uh, great a program as it can possibly be through ODA.
1: You know, Director, you touched on this just a moment ago, but let's uh, let's talk a little bit more. So, when people come and they get their seats from the extension office, they also this year get a sign, and this was this was your idea, and I loved it when you called me about it. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Well, ODA came up with a beautiful vintage design for the Victory Gardens program. Last year, it was in the form of a sticker that we put on the outside of the packet explaining it. I decided this year, let's really take pride and let the community know we're part of the Victory Garden program. So we created a plastic corrugated sign that once you plant your garden, you can stick it in your garden and people driving by can say, what's that? and start the conversation within the community um, and take a lot of pride that, that you're part of this great program.
0: Yeah, I have to give a shout out to Susan Walter. She came up with the Victory Gardens design and helped get all those signs together. And I personally stapled 300 <laughs> of those wooden stakes to those signs, but they're very cute. They look great. Well, let's talk. We, we, about all did, we all did our part.
2: <laughs> this year, we will we we will initially distribute 8,300 seed packets and 8,300 signs. And that's just an amazing growth from last year. And I just can't wait to hear feedback from the local extension offices as to um, the new communities that have joined us this year and how we can better the program each and every year.
1: Well, thank you so much director for being with us today and talking about, I mean, this is such a special program for our department and we're so excited that so many people are taking part. And we are looking forward to getting pictures of your Victory Garden, which we will post on the website.
2: (laughs) You know, and one final comment, Governor DeWine has challenged all of the departments to focus on food insecurity. And this Victory Garden is such a positive way For families to feel a direct connection um, with with answering that need. So again, we're really proud of ODA, the entire team's effort in getting behind this and happy growing.
1: Well, thank you so much, Director Blanda, for being with us. Uh, We just really uh, are so happy to get the word out about this program. And Megs, we have another guest with us now. Yes, we would like to bring in our partners in all of this. We've got Mike Hogan
0: with OSU Extension in Franklin County. Mike, thank you for joining us on our Ag Podcast. Absolutely. So, Mike, you at uh, Franklin County helped distribute over more than 400 seeds over the weekend. Is that right?
3: Yeah, we had uh, real great interest from gardeners uh, uh, here in Franklin County in Central Ohio, and uh, hopefully – This past week was just perfect weather. Hopefully, they were out there getting those cool weather crops planted in their gardens.
1: Now, Mike, uh, you partnered with us last year in this also. You were one of the first counties that uh, participated in this. Talk to us a little bit about the reaction you are seeing from people in the interest.
3: You know, obviously, everyone is seeing, uh, you know, a spike in interest in vegetable gardening. Uh, You know, that was probably induced by uh, everyone being at home, Uh, but it's... uh, nice to see uh, this spring that that interest uh, sustained, if you will. But last fall, we had a really nice response from the public. Um, We we did a couple of webinars on uh, how to plant a fall victory garden and had a couple hundred folks participate in the webinars. We did a couple of uh, small in-person workshops at our fall victory garden. We planted two of them here in in Columbus. One was at the Bexley Community Garden, and one was here at OSU's Waterman Farm. And uh, Director planned that Helped plant the one here at the farm, and uh, those crops did great. And I, I think we, we saw a lot of folks who um, perhaps were, were um, not novice gardeners, but uh, novice gardeners in the fall. They really hadn't planted fall crops, per se. And some people really expressed uh, a surprise at how well uh, the, the, the fall plantings did. I know here at the farm, uh, we harvested just tons of uh, carrots that the director planted, and uh, provided them to uh, one of the local food pantries here, and, and uh, folks were tickled to get uh, carrots uh, that still had dirt on them as opposed to uh, uh, shipped in plastic bags type of thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely a, a different way for me to get some carrots, that's for sure. Right? I uh, certainly don't have a green thumb, and I think Shelby would um, agree that she doesn't either. <laughs> so. Yes,
1: I've already been over that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, Victory Gardens, um, you know, it's been said before, anybody can do it. You don't need to have experience to do what, what we've done here.
3: And you don't need to have a big space either. We kind of uh, promoted using, uh, using both containers and uh, raised beds and small spaces. You know, even if you do have a large garden, you know, we don't have to think about uh, uh, planting the entire space, you know, for, for fall crops. We can just plant a row of something um, or, like I say, you know, just a, a small bed or uh, even containers work uh, both in the spring and in the fall for, for certain vegetables.
1: So, I mean, obviously we've been over there, a few of us involved in this, uh, in this program who, who don't have any g- real gardening skills. So, you know, we relied on all of you at OSU Extension for expertise. We also brought in um, some of our plant health experts, Collette Gabriel being one of them, to figure out what seeds we were going to give out. And talk to us a little bit about how, how tailored that was as far as the seeds given out and when they should be planted in the year.
3: You know, I, I, think, uh, I, I think you guys did a great job in kind of mixing both cool season and warm season um, crops. Um, and also, uh, there were some crops in there that I would um, consider um, not very difficult to grow. And, and I think that's helpful when um, when we have novice gardeners or maybe people who haven't gardened in a while. Um, and also when we have children. We had a lot of interest from um, teachers and parents both last fall and this spring, Uh uh uh, that wanted to do a school garden for their their children and uh, whether it was their classroom uh whether it was um we had several families that were doing um not just homeschooling but um uh, organized uh gardens for a school class and so some of the crops uh that that we provided seeds for particularly radishes and beets um sunflowers was was a nice uh, addition those uh, are relatively easy to grow. Um, And also you get kind of um, quick success, especially with the radishes. And I think that's important, uh, especially for new gardeners and uh, children, uh, youth gardeners, uh, for them to get some uh, positive reinforcement uh, right away type of thing.
0: Gosh, I wish we had something like that in school. I don't think we ever had any kind of,
1: I definitely didn't have home or, or anything like that. Did you guys have that? We did not have no. We did no no planting, nothing outdoors. I mean, things have things have changed a lot over those years. This I won't say how baby. many years. <laughs> this
4: Katie is Katie, Badu? the producer. I did have home ec, and I had a few. I was lucky. I had a few uh, teachers in middle school, specifically that you know had us grow something in the classroom. So I was lucky there. I was actually going to jump in really quickly, Mike. We have to thank you guys because last year, us at ODA, we spent countless hours putting together seed packets for just you know 10 nine counties but this year your team and a huge group of volunteers spent hundreds of hours helping us could you talk a little bit about that we we cannot thank you enough for that
3: yeah we, we were tickled to do it it, it was uh, probably a little bigger job than uh than, than we anticipated when we said sure we can we can help with that but we have a huge group of master gardeners here we have the largest master gardener program in the states we have 274 master gardeners so I knew we'd be able to get it done. And, and what we did when you guys delivered this stuff, we um, still kind of, you know, obviously you know, uh, improving conditions with the pandemic, but still not everybody's vaccinated, not everybody's uh, venturing out uh, in, in larger groups. And so we wanted to be safe. And so what we did was we uh, kind of organized it in our uh, uh, building here and told our Master Gardeners, if you'd like to do some of this work at home, um, stuff seeds in envelopes, uh, in, in the little packets, put uh, labels on the, the envelopes, whatever. You can come in, pick up that stuff, take it home, work on it yourself. And we had a bunch of volunteers do that. But then to put the all the, the different seed packets together into um, the envelopes uh, to distribute to the end users and then put all those envelopes in the bags by county, we, we had to come together and we did that safely. We had no more than 10 people working in a very large space. Um, but I'll tell you what was really neat about it, uh, you know, obviously Master Gardeners like to, uh, you know, enable uh, folks to, to garden by getting seeds, um, but it was one of the first um, in-person activities that some of our Master Gardeners had been to literally in a year, and um, so uh, they were incredibly, I I, I was here, and um, they were incredibly loud because there was so much um, visiting and socializing. And, uh, and they had lots of questions about what counties are doing this and how are they doing the Victory Garden? Are they doing it like we did? And so uh, everyone was uh, excited to, to uh, pitch in. And uh, when we were done, they were, and several of them had remarked that uh, it was nice to be part of, uh, you know, a bigger effort where, um, you know, there's going to be seeds spread out throughout the state and in, in the counties uh, going to hundreds of, of families and different groups that are uh, gonna experience gardening so uh just like just like everything you know we do with uh, master gardeners it was uh it, it wasn't uh it was work but it was fun work
1: so mike when uh when the comms office got together last year and put the seeds together we were loud also but i just thought that's because we're loud
3: <laughs> <laughs> right
1: good good to hear it wasn't just us it, it was a, a fun thing. time it was it, it was, was a lot of work
0: but fun work as yes. you said
1: but thank you so much, Mike. You know, we really look forward to growing this program even more, collaborating with you even more. And thank you for being here and, and talking talking to everyone about it.
3: Absolutely. It's a great project and, and it's a great collaboration.
1: Yes, thanks, Mike. We appreciate it. And we appreciate you all tuning in to
4: our latest cultivating combos. We'll see you next time. For more information about how you can get your own seeds and for gardening tips, head to u.osu.edu slash Ohio Victory Gardens. Cultivating Combos is created by ODA's communications team. Make sure to hit subscribe to get the latest episodes in your feed and like ODA on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for up-to-date news about agriculture in Ohio.